Autobots transform. Well, hey, and welcome back to the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. I'm Paul. Cool. <laughs> Today it is episode 25 of season one of Transformers Prime. It is One Shall Rise, part two. This episode was directed by Sean Negogosian. It was written by Marsha Griffin. And the last time on Transformers Prime, Unicorn awakened and caused environmental chaos across the globe. And Megatron appealed to the Chaos Bringer as a servant, but was denied. So Optimus decided to confront Unicorn himself. Mm-hmm. Now, Ratchet Radio's Optimus asking if uh, he's seen any more activity from Unicron. And, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, he's surrounded by like a million of them. <laughs> Optimus responds with, oh, you think? Um, and he starts... Well, actually, he says, hey, nobody come help me. This is between me and Unicorn. He wants me. Uh, and then starts kicking ass. But very quickly, they start to overtake him. Yeah, there's just too many of them. He's clearing a field with them. Uh, but yeah, I shouldn't just say very too quickly. Many. Yeah, because he kicks a lot of ass. There's even a great shot where he, like, does that classic jump over. Like, he jumps in the air but goes upside down and just fires away at, like, a cliff ledge until it collapses and takes a couple unicorns with it. Mm-hmm. It's some pretty badass Optimus. He's just, he is a freight train. But finally, one of them tackles him, and they go over a ledge, and this one just starts laying into him, but he fights that one off, but it seems like for every one he puts down, two more get up. Yeah. Like, he's vastly outnumbered, and they subdue him, and we get our opening. And when we come back, Bulkhead, Bumblebee, and RC bridge in to save Optimus. Yep, they start firing, and at one point in this fight, Bumblebee does, like, that double kick, like, off the, like, where they throw them into the ropes, kick, like, Hulk yeah, Hogan used to all the time, yeah. It's, this is some really good, just, Transformers fighting. Like, we get to see Bulkhead smashy, smashy. We get to see RC, you know, kicky, jumpy, and we get to see Bumblebee, I guess, dropkick. Yep. <laughs> Somewhere in between the other two, yeah. <laughs> but, uh... RC's like, okay, it, look, they're after you. Maybe you should head back to base, not us. And yeah. Prime's like, nope, nope, they'll they'll find me anywhere eventually. So Bulkhead's like, all right, then let us take the lead here. And okay, I guess Prime's still heading towards something. Well, Ratchet points out that Optimus, if you go down, because Ratchet's on the comm, he's talking to them, but he says, Optimus, if you go down, we lose. So yeah. you need to get out here. But they instead all just... Well, they start running away, and then they just drive away. Yep, they're all heading off to wherever they're heading to. And again, RC takes point, and yeah, they get up eventually onto level ground, transform, and start driving away. And as they're driving away, a massive unicorn comes out of, I guess, a giant uh, cliff wall. Had enough for one day, and yet this... This thing's got to be a thousand feet tall. Like, it shows the Transformers at his feet, and they're not even as high as his fucking toenails. It's ridiculous. Oh, no, he... He, he is to the Transformers as, like, Metroplex would be to you or I. Mm. So Massive. they really don't have a better plan. Because I think Optimus even says, the only plan we have is just to keep killing these things until we figure out what to <laughs> yes. do. All right. Because Bumblebee's like, burp, 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 and uh, I guess he asks, like, is that the real Unicron? Prime's like, no, it's just another rock monster. Let's just fight it. I'm like... What? And they try, but it's absolutely useless. And it just oh, yeah. sends Bulkhead and Bumblebee flying across the ground. Then it drives RC a hundred yards. And, and then it kicks up a bunch of boulders that go flying and they all land on Optimus. And it's yeah. not really a cave-in or an avalanche. I was about to say, does that count as a cave-in? It, it, it does but, in yeah. spirit. It does in spirit. Yeah. You owe us a hundred bucks. They had Steve. to go to the judges on that one, Steve. Yeah. They had to go to the judges. They're going to let you off. So Unicorn <laughs> goes to stomp on this trapped Optimus and RC. He's like, no, 
well. And then all of a sudden, somebody who I thought was RC, but it turns out it wasn't, blows his eyeball out, which was a great callback to the movie, except the wrong eye. Yes, yeah, just smash, smash, smash. These purple lasers come out and the Autobots look at each other and Bumblebee, Narcy's like, no, it wasn't me either. And it turns out it was Megatron. Commercial break. And when we come back, Optimus gets out of all the rubble and Megatron proposes an alliance. And this was very Megatron, not so Galvatron, where he says, look, we'll team up to defeat Unicorn and Optimus or one of the Transformers like, and what about after that? And then he says, he says, well, then the alliance is over and I will take over this planet how I choose. Yeah, at least he's honest. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. As long as it's mutually beneficial. But after that, you're on your own. Yeah, well, because it turns out that Megatron is the only one who knows how to get to like the heart of Unicorn. He knows how to where it is. Mm. And Optimus, being the last prime, is the only one who can defeat Unicorn. Yep. So they kind of have to work together if they want to get this done. And uh, again, there was a couple times where Megatron, he is like really open about this, that the second this is over, I'm going to just kill you. I'm going to take over this planet. We are only a temporary alliance. So in order to do that, well, actually, sorry, then the massive stone unicorn starts to wake up. So Megatron says, you guys head back, figure your shit out. I'll take care of big boy here. Yep, I'll keep him busy. I skipped ahead a lot there. There's a commercial break. Um, but when we come back, the big thing is that Optimus realizes he'll have to use the matrix of leadership to stop Unicorn. And props for not calling it the Ospark. Yeah, and... uh Back at the base, Fowler asks, okay, what is this matrix of leadership? And Ratchet explains, it's a vessel containing like the accumulated wisdom of every Autobot leader since the dawn of time. And and then Jack's like, okay, well, where do we have to look to find this thing? And Ratchet's like, we don't have to look anywhere. Optimus carries it around with him. Like, it's it's part of him. So... Their plan is basically we're going to go to the core of the Earth where Unicorn is and we're going to use the Matrix of Leadership. And, and this is really when we find out because, uh, that what Unicorn is because Fowler says, well, why don't we just eject him out of the planet? And Ratchet explains, you can't. He is effectively the planet. He's the core of this planet. Yeah, he is the Earth's core. And Miko's like, oh, wait, if this works, he just stays there. And But, well, yeah, he... He is the Earth's core. It's not that he went down. He, the Earth formed around him. Yeah. yeah. So back with Megatron and the Autobots, this giant rock monster is starting to form back together. And Megatron, like, zi- yeah, Megatron zips around him, and he's, he's basically, it seems like he's keeping him busy. Um, we do have one quick shot where we go to Arachnid on the bridge of the, the Nemesis, and she's saying to Soundwave, hey, Megatron's losing his mind maybe we should just leave without him and Soundwave does not respond. Yeah, because she's like, it's been a while since we've had any word from him. And she thinks either Megatron abandoned them or he's dead or maybe he's a thrall of Unicron now. Either situation, we should really consider that a future without Megatron. Mm -hmm. And back at Optimus HQ, Ratchet and June, um, so they find out that Megatron's going to be coming into Optimus HQ. And June is like, offended she's like are you fucking crazy bringing him here like the kids are here it's bad enough that they're here with you and you're gonna bring this thing that just tried to kill one of them here like what's wrong with you kind of thing well optimus he's like look this is the only way to do it and if they bridge megatron in it's not like he'll know where the base is because he he won't you know he's inside he doesn't see the outside but uh Optimus talks about the Matrix and he says, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to use the Matrix of leadership. And he basically 
acknowledges that it's probably going to kill him. He doesn't say that, but there's a, a look of understanding. Yeah, because Jack asks, okay, what happens to you once you use the Matrix? And he doesn't really answer the question, but it, it's pretty clear he means it's going to be the end for him. And the Autobots take a somber moment, and then Bulkhead says, well, I don't know if I'm going to do this for humanity, but I'll do it for Miko. Yep, and the Narcy's like, for Jack, and then Bumblebee says, obviously it's for Raph, yeah. Oh, actually, I thought he said, I have a wedgie. (laughs) He could, never know. (laughs) It's it's the, uh, the, I don't know what, I was going to say some car stuff, but I don't know car stuff. The fin of the Wedgie and Raph are the the same word. You just have to put the emphasis on the different syllables. Oh, okay, okay, he's speaking (laughs) Esperanto. Um, So Ah. that is the call back to our last episode. But when uh, the Autobots provide a bridge for Megatron who comes in, I got to say, there was some really good use of like depth of field and focus in this there's a there's two shots i really loved one they pan across the the autobots optimus is in the front but he's out of focus and you just see every autobot behind him like load their weapons and get ready to fight megatron if they have to then megatron walks in and the shot is like over his shoulder he's out of focus but you see the autobots optimus included you know, get ready to face him. Mm-hmm. Megatron's like, so this is where the magic happens. It's quaint. How quaint. <laughs> yeah, and, and the Raph and the humans are peeking around the corner and Raph runs out to confront Megatron and the other humans run after him. Megatron's like, oh, you look better than the last time we met. Resilient things, these humans. <laughs> it's like, oh my God. And I love that, you know, Jack pulls Raph away and, and Megatron's like, yeah, oh, because Raph's got his fists up. He's like, yeah. Come on. He's, but he's not Megatron acknowledges Jack. He's like, I rem- I never forget a face, not even human. I remember you, boy. Yeah. And then, then Miko, because she has to be on camera, goes, you better remember me, you motherfucker. And they just drag her away. Yeah, you double-crossed them. Oh, yours is going to, or mine's going to be the last face you'll ever forget her. Yeah, and then Agent Fowler drags I, her like, away. I know I'm starting to like Miko more, but I would have loved to see Megatron just, like, bend over and, like, flick her away. Shut up. <laughs> Yeah. Either that or actually like lean back a bit like, whoa, oh, geez. <laughs> or or the next time he sees her goes, uh, Mike, Mikey, is it? I want to <laughs> say Mako. Either way, Ratchet gets the coordinates of wherever it is they're going from Megatron and the Autobots still have the guns on him. And uh, while Ratchet's busy with Megatron, Optimus kind of takes Jack aside and he's like, I want you to hang on to this for me. And he holds up like a key of some sort and it transforms to be small enough for Jack to hold it. I like that. Yeah, you can see it. It, it transforms shape, but then ends up it's its normal shape and it's tiny in Optimus's hand. But Jack holds it and he's told it's the key to the ground bridge control. And Jack says, shouldn't this be with Ratchet? And Optimus yeah. tells him, no, you have matured greatly since we first met. And I want you to hold this. And it's worth noting that I don't know how many episodes ago, when Ratchet was talking about a young Optimus, he says he was a lot like Jack. Oh, okay. I didn't even catch uh, that one. Callback. But uh, the ground bridge is open and Megatron's standing beside it. And RC's like, you first. And he's like, hmm, as you wish. And he walks in. And then they, they enter Unicorn. And it's, I would have liked it if they did just a few of those weird, goofy machine organs that were from the movie. Yeah, yeah, in, I Instead, that. this is just a large cavern with, like, bridges and walkways that I guess could be neural transmitters. They're in his brain, I, I guess. I suppose, Leah. And uh, R.C. asks Megatron, like, okay, how long before Unicron knows we're here? And Megatron's like, he already knows. And then we look up, or the camera pans up, and there's, I guess it's a giant eye, and a bunch of, it unlocks, and starts to look around, eye of Sauron style, and then glares right at the camera. To be continued. 
Megatron convinces the Autobots to let him tag along on their journey to the center of the Earth. And good luck, by the way. And they have to bring him to the base first. Like, he talks some smack with the kids and nearly has to put up them dokes with a 12-year-old boy. But uh, ultimately, they open the bridge to the center of the Earth and in they go. Except that is not at all what would happen if you opened a portal to the center of the Earth. Because pressure. You get any idea what the pressure is at the center of the Earth? Over three million times what it is on the surface. And it's hot. Like 10,000 degrees Fahrenheit fucking hot. The amount of shit that had come flying out of that portal as soon as it opened would fill the entire base and burn it to the ground instantly. Like, experiment time. Get yourself a bottle of water, one of those store brand ones with the cheap thin plastic. Poke a hole in the side of it with a needle or a nail or something. Not leaking too badly, is it? Now squeeze it as hard as you can. Yeah, water went everywhere, didn't it? That's from the pressure. Now, if you did this in the house, wipe that up before your mother gets home and put that bottle in the bag of refundables you're going to take to the depot one Saturday. Ah, take the cap off first. Yep, for some reason, you can't bring your bottles back with the caps on. At least not in Nova Scotia. Even though there's probably more plastic in the fucking cap than the bottle. Like, did you know that like a two-liter bottle and a 600-mil pop bottle both have the same amount of plastic in them? Yeah, they just blow. Here we are at the end of another episode of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show. A very quick episode. The next episode we're going to watch is Return of the King. I mean, One Shall Rise Part <laughs> 3. If you want to see something that just never ends, you can find Paul and I on Twitter. I'm at John Sobey. He's at P. McPherson 1. Yeah, and Tolkien isn't on there because he's dead. But uh, make sure you rate and review us on your podcast app, whatever it is you listen to us with, and uh, tell all your friends, tell everybody you know. Tell them they can find old episodes of the Transformers Nitpickers podcast show at transformersnitpickers.podbean.com. And until the next time, keep on transforming. See you later. Since the dawn of time.